0: Welcome to the infinite lessons of life podcast I am your host Bonnie Lee Fernandez we have much to cover tonight on the subject inner growth the inner journey on our evolutionary path of growth and expansion on this podcast we will be talking about our inner journey of growing learning moving through everything in order for you to expand and move into greater states of awareness of your consciousness and being. It is one of the most profound things that we experience and have experiences towards expansion, towards moving more forward in so many ways, in different directions, and learning in so many aspects of our being. Some of us are unaware at most times what may be occurring and how our experiences are opening up to us, shaping and showing us what it is that we truly need to learn. We're not quite paying attention a lot of the times when we are in these challenging situations or circumstances that may arise at any given time and it does happen continuously. I believe it happens continuously to further move us forward into learning more about oneself and becoming more expanded in our awareness of all that we are individually and collectively. Now, one of the greatest things that we must understand and become aware of is that everything is teaching us something. Everything is showing us something or many things about who and what we truly are. And we've basically chosen all of our lessons before coming to this planet. We've specifically set them up in a particular order or in orders that will be cascading in showing you things and teaching you things for your inner growth and your learning to evolve as not only a human being having a spiritual experience, but also as a spiritual being having a human experience. I believe that usually most times we grow through traumatic experiences and those traumatic experiences become pinnacles in our lives that open doors in our minds to greater awareness and opportunities of growth and what is occurring at that moment. And those pinnacles are mainly pinnacles of transition, transformation, and change in our lives that happens to need be and needs to take place in and at that moment in time. It becomes apparent that we are ready for that change despite how it arrives, especially when it arrives abruptly or chaotically, that would ultimately leave each person in a tailspin. We are humans having a spiritual experience, but at the same token, We are also spiritual, having a human experience. But to recognize the two is a different story for each person. You'll either recognize it for what it is or you won't recognize it at all. Just as in you'll either recognize your path and your life's purpose or you may not even recognize it at all. You may be going through life completely as a human being And just doing human things, having the human experience and basically just in the human zone without being aware that you are a part of something greater, a part of something bigger, and that you are also that something bigger. But we each come to our own when the time is right. You cannot truly force timing because timing does not work that way. I'd like to say timing works according to natural law, spiritual law, with a touch of human law. But everything has a coincidental balance that is basically unseen yet felt, even if we know that there is no such thing as coincidence. The inner journey is vast and expansive and it continuously branches out into multiple directions of possibility and directions of impossibility. But yet, despite which direction, there is always a choice involved since we do have free will. We do have free choice to make our own decisions in anything and everything in life. And whatever we do happen to choose what direction to go in, we must recognize and realize that there are consequences whichever way we decide. I I like to look at these things as adventures of the third kind, adventures of expanding into the greater parts of you. We expand and we grow in so many different ways and so many different facets that are a part of us and that become a part of us, which in turn becomes a part of others that is a part of our life. Now, as humans, we have strong human tendencies that a lot of times override any spiritual types of tendencies. And at times, if you have more spiritual tendencies, the spiritual aspect of you overrides the human tendencies. You can see here an imbalance that needs to become more balanced and more aligned together, not separate. The human mind thinks that everything is separate, but the spirit mind knows everything is together. Everything is united and in unison, and there's a stark difference here. The human mind thinks, the spirit mind knows. There's no question about it, it just knows. Yet the human mind has to think, rationalize, and compartmentalize, and use the left side of the brain The logical side of the brain. Yet, too, both sides of the brain are actually one brain if you think about it. They're not separate. They function as one entity. Now we're talking about inner work, inner growth and expansion, and the expansion of awareness and awakening. Everyone is unique and different. There is no two that is the same in so many ways. There may be similarities, but the similarities only go so far. The difference is within the path of each individual and the particular lessons to be grown out of or grown through. That's where the difference lies. Yet at the same token, we are still connected to each other. Everyone grows in their own time, on their own time, And in their own particular way that brings them to the places to have the epiphanies that is needed for them, that will allow them to move through learning, growing and expanding. You cannot truly look at and compare another's path with yours and say, you wish you were there. You want to speed up your growth, your learning. It will be a very poor choice and a disadvantage for the individual that wants to jump from step one to step 10 without learning what the individual needed to learn in between those steps to finally reach to step 10 with the understanding of all previous steps. You can jump from step one to step 10, but you will not understand and grasp fully most of the inner workings at step 10. If you do such a thing, you might think you will, but in doing so, you will be missing a few key points, a few key pieces of knowledge and understanding that you would need in order to take you all the way to that step 10. It is just as if you're going to grade school. You start at preschool and progress with each passing year. It's the same concept. And if you choose to further this academic growth, you take it to the next level of your life and attend college. It's basically the same concept. Everything mirrors everything. I am a reflection of you, and you are a reflection of me. I am another version of you, and you are another version of me now when it comes to inner growth there's so many different things and so many different directions thoughts and ways of growing i like to look at inner growth in an open way and when i say open way i mean open-minded a more expansive way of learning and growing you look at the self and you already know that your inner growth encompasses your mental physical emotional and spiritual aspects it encompasses all of that because all of that is you and they are all connected to one another for example if you are stressed over something or stressed by work or anything that happens to press upon you stress in your life it affects you on all levels it affects your thinking and thoughts emotions and physically as well because stress can do a lot of harm to you in all ways if you're not careful. And I would say majority of the collective consciousness aren't even aware of this and the impacts it presents. Stress has the ability to create dis-ease in your body. It has the ability to create dis-ease in your emotions, dis-ease in your thoughts, and perhaps, Disease in your spiritual thoughts when you look into your own personal inner work you are looking at all facets of it that occur at various times or all at once now a lot of times the collective consciousness looks outside of themselves without even tapping within their own reservoirs and resources housed within when you look outside of you you will find what you're looking for, but it won't necessarily be what you actually want or what you need, unless it's exactly what you truly need and want when you do look outside of yourself. In the metaphysical and esoteric arenas, there are many that are still searching and seeking for themselves. They are searching for ways and information, knowledge, how to become and how to be a better person or how to be more spiritual or anything. But regarding this, you can only look so far outwardly. You can only take so many esoteric metaphysical classes and courses outside of you to learn things that you seemingly are in search for and need or want to learn. But at the same hand, If you are not applying any of those outside resources to your inner work, then you will be wasting your time, money, energy, and efforts. I view any type of outward resources of help that I feel that will be beneficial in my life as a tool. How I use this tool to broaden my horizons and expand myself in furthering my growth is where I know if it has benefited me in any way, shape, or form. You can even read all the books in the world and gain as much book reading knowledge and literature and anything through books, videos, audios, and podcasts. But you must remember to apply what you learn to you, apply what you learn to your life's path. For myself, I never truly tell anyone to see a psychic or a reading done I mean yes I know it's free will and anybody can do what they want but readings are simply potentialities and outcomes that may or may not occur and that is all whenever you have any type of reading done there is always the potential of it to go either or any way nothing is definitive nothing is definite in these readings because it is just a potential, because you have free will to decide for yourself to move into whatever direction and to do whatever it is that you want to do or that you need to do. To me, a good psychic reading would be someone who can teach the one being read self-sufficiency, who can teach them to be able to look inside of them and to be able to begin healing themselves on their own. Because a lot of times, a lot of people continue to go back to have readings done over and over again, and in my opinion only. If a person has to do this, if a client has to do this, then the reader hasn't done its job properly. It's similar to going to the doctor, and you have a recurring illness that keeps you from getting well but they continue to send you home with meds that don't solve and heal the underlying issue to your illness. If you have to keep going back to something that can never resolve the issues, something is wrong. The doctor has not helped you to heal yourself the way that you need. And that reading just keeps you going back in hopes that maybe you'll hear something you wanna hear. It's the same concept, just different masks. But remember, it takes two to tangle. Responsibility is two-sided. Because both have free will, both sides have chosen to be in that therapeutic position with one another. Both sides are responsible and accountable for their actions and inactions. If there is blame to be had, that blame is shared. In my mid-20s, I was like that, I needed to look outwards for answers, knowledge, help, direction. It was different, in a sense, differently how I searched for answers, according to what I was experiencing at the time and according to what I felt I needed. I was in search of guidance for the direction I was beginning to be led in by unknown forces to me at the time. I was in pinnacles without realizing what a pinnacle even was at the time. Transitions were occurring in my life one after another and I needed help, I needed help quickly and my family wouldn't be able to help me in what I was experiencing and growing through internally. This was something that I needed to do for myself. So I was led to like-minded people, classes, that would help me to better understand and deal with woo-woo stuff. The woo-woo stuff came in like a freight train, plowing into me and leaving me to figure out the rest of it on my own. Those classes or seminars have all helped me and I have used every single class and course that I have immersed myself in, using all the information and knowledge gained to help me through my experiences back then and i used it also in applying it to all my to all my life absorbing information and knowledge like a sponge and just continued learning and learning and learning i would use my discernment throughout everything and feel my way in everything to see if i resonated with things or not i did have A feeling that my intuition was guiding me, guiding me to where I needed to be at any given moment and point in time, and guiding me to the individuals that were to help me on my path. Yet, I knew that these passing teachers or instructors were only going to be in my life temporarily, just for a season or two to teach me all that I needed to learn at that time. And so, with each crossing of paths, with any given stranger, family member, or coworker, I viewed them as teachers and instructors, someone to learn from, and I simply absorbed as much as I could. Because I knew that all that information and knowledge that I was gaining would also someday help me when I needed it the most on my path. But I didn't rely on them, the people. After a while, I didn't have a need to rely on taking classes. I didn't have a need on taking the next best thing in the esoteric areas or metaphysical realms of all these trending courses or classes that came across enticing. I didn't have a need for that. The need I did have was to better understand myself to better work with myself, to better overcome things that were within me that needed to be overcome, that needed to be released. It's just too easy to be swept and caught up in a stream of trending metaphysical things. And I'm well aware of this. It's too easy to become a follower and not a leader. It's too easy to look outside of yourself instead of within without realizing the effects that it can have on you. For myself, I prefer not to tell anyone else what to do or how to be, because they can do all of that on their own. It's part of your own inner work. It's not my responsibility. You all have your own responsibilities and accountabilities to account for, and so do I. Instead, I prefer to point the way, plant the seed, Try to have others become more self-sufficient on their own and not take away from another's lessons that they need to grow through because the individual will understand more clearly how valuable it will be for them and the value of it. Sure, it's easy to tell people what to do or how to think. It's okay if you're expressing examples through experiences grown through and are giving a different perspective of how you've been able to move through life's trials and challenges that you needed to go through for yourself. But other than this, they're going to grow through their experiences in their own way. And it's not going to be exactly like yours. And it's not necessarily going to need what you have given them in knowledge. You can have a definite impact on anyone and everyone just by inspiring others, being yourself, just by being an example. Be the example that you would want to see in the world. Be that change. I always stress with others to do the work within. You need to do the work within yourself and sometimes when you continuously seek outward searching for validation, searching for help, support, other teachers, classes, readings, books. And when you continue moving in that direction, you begin to lose focus. You not only lose focus, but what is needed to be done on your inner work for yourself. Everything around you can become a distraction after a while. And with that distraction, it can have the capacity to branch out into other directions or things and areas that can and may confuse you and take you even farther off the path of your inner work. And two, you will feel as though you've become scattered by scattering bits and pieces of the self here and there and everywhere. And then you will find yourself having to retrieve all of those fractals of the self all over again. Let the focus of the inner work be your main priority. Learn to discipline and concentrate on the self, on the areas that are needed, work on. Okay, so now you took all the classes you needed to take, seeing all the readers you needed to see. Now, what are you going to do with all of that information and knowledge that you have? How will all of this information going to help you, going to benefit you in your daily walk? How are you going to move through your challenges that you come into or will be coming into with all of the resources that you have learned that's supposedly under your belt? Are you using them? Are you applying them to yourself and your life? Are you moving forward in your life? How has all of that benefited you up to this point? These are questions you really need to ask yourself and be honest about because you just might be wasting a lot of money, time, energy, and effort on things that maybe you truly don't need. For myself, I know I didn't waste any money, time, energy, and effort, on the classes or courses that I applied myself to in those years. And it was in the 80s, going into the 90s. Prices back then, metaphysically, to metaphysically educate one in courses and classes, weren't as outrageous and ridiculous as they are now. Why is that? Now, if I decide to take a class. Of course, it'll really have to be not only worth my while, but worth my wallet. It'll really have to be worth it for me. It'll have to benefit me in some way in my life. I will have to be able to utilize and use it as a tool and be able to apply it to my life. I'm not going to just whimsically pursue the next best trend because everyone else is or says so. That is not how I operate. I won't stop anyone from trying whatever will work for them. But I can see how things within the metaphysical world can truly sway people and lead them astray as well. I can see the underlying motives of it all, the disguises. And maybe why I can see this is because I am more attuned to my intuition, my spirit, my higher self. I believe when you begin the deeper inner work of yourselves, you will become more in connection and alignment with the intuition, higher self, and spirit. You will be attuned to them all, and you will move and function as one, as one entity, not separate, but as one. Your human self will move with that as well. You'll be able to integrate your human self into the entire soup of who you truly are. Whenever you speak about separating things or in separate of, that is a human response. Because the spirit, intuition, and the higher self is never separate. They are one. They are together. They are a part of one another, an aspect of one another. Just as a human part of you is a part of that. Now, I can't show anyone where the inner work is needed to be done because it is shown to you, by you, and for you. If you look at all of your aspects that make up who you are and you find things in your life that are challenging, within those challenges lies where the inner work needs to be done. Are you in fear of something? If so, what is it? Can you? It, Can you identify exactly where this fear is coming from and the feelings that are attached to this fear that paralyze you? How is it that a person can allow and accept something that is unseen, have control and power over them? I want all of you to really let this sink in because I want you to be able to ask yourself this question and come up with the best answer that would suit you, and not an excuse. It's not a trick question, but more of an awareness question, one that will help you recognize how unseen things affect people and seemingly have power over them over them, simply by allowance and acceptance. And this allowance and acceptance not only applies to this, but also to other unseen things placed in the mind that seemingly have power and control over you. Fear is a part of human nature. It's part of the survival instinct as a human being. That is where all of our fears are based within the nature of our humanness. You do need this as a human because if you're in a burning house Not only will that human instinct kick in, so too will your intuition telling you to get out. Whenever you go within and start doing inner work, it can be challenging because you're going to be working on several parts of the self. You're also going to be working on your shadow self, the parts that you may not like, the parts that you don't want anyone to see the parts that you don't want to reveal. You're going to have to work on all of it because all of that is a part of you as well. It is as if you're an onion peeling layers of you until you get to the core center or like a diamond in the rough that each facet needs to be polished in order to see its brilliance, its true brilliance of what the diamond truly is. It is a process. Everything becomes a process and a never ending process of learning, growing and expanding in who you truly are. But know that we, we all are different and unique, that our paths are different and unique, but none of us are better than anyone else. Because we're all growing and learning things differently. And we all are on different paths that take us into areas where we need to be. Where the information and growing is conducive to ourselves. I'm not better than anyone else. Because I'm still growing. I'm still learning. I'm not more knowledgeable than you or the next person down the street from me. I'm growing. I'm learning and adjusting to new things and greater heights of existence and consciousness. I learn from all walks of life, learning from everything and everyone. Everything teaches me everything about me. I learn from the younger generations, the older generations, my generation. I learn what works and what doesn't work and so much more than that. I still ask for help. I still ask others for help in certain areas of my life that I may need help in that I can't quite figure out that perhaps I need someone younger to help me to understand and figure out what it is that I need to know. I don't place anyone on a pedestal, nor would I want to be on a pedestal. A pedestal is just not my path. I prefer to simply be. I prefer to be out of any type of box. That constricts me constricts my thoughts constrict how I move what I do how I create although the country we're in is like a box and that's as far as I'll go regarding that box I just don't like to be in any sort of box including my house I don't like to be in that box I mean four walls and I've kind of had enough of a box life And that is why I sleep outdoors and have been for five to six years or or more. I don't know. I lost count. I don't count anymore. If I had to count, I'd say eternity. Being outside of any type of box allows me to expand more, grow more into and out of myself or selves. But the focus needs to be on inner work, on letting go of all that no longer serves your highest potential and purpose in life. You will all come to epiphanies and spaces in your lives that will open you to expanded states of awareness. You will find what best works for you and your inner growth process without anyone ever having to tell you what it is that you need to do because only you know what to do. You will use your tools of discernment and take things with a grain of salt and assign nothing to the self that does not resonate with you on your path. I leave you, my dear ones, with much to ponder on your path of inner growth and evolutionary change to understanding the greater you and all that you truly are. I'm your host, Bonnie Lee Fernandez, broadcasting all the way from the middle of the Pacific Ocean in the Hawaiian Islands also known as Lemuria. Until next time, aloha and good night.